What's going on? Matt Zavoka here, bringing you the FanDuel Sunday Slate Contenders video for this divisional round. This should be an excellent, I mean, the creme de la creme of football Sundays here. I know we only have two games, not a regular main slate here, but these are two excellent, excellent games for teams that know each other well in their respective matchups. First, it's going to be the LA Rams visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And these two teams met earlier in the season and the Rams handled the Buccaneers handily. We'll see if that happens again. And then the same thing, the Buffalo Bills went to Arrowhead earlier this year and trounced the Kansas City Chiefs. And yet the Kansas City Chiefs at home in the playoffs are favored here by two and a half in the highest total game of this four game weekend slate. Before we get into this one, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live, you guys know what to do. And if you could give me Matt Savoka a follow on Twitter at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. We'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor, FanUp. FanUp has a Flexball NFL playoff contest featuring $200,000 to first place. And you have the ability to pick a new team every single week of the playoffs. Playoffs, and you can win weekly prizes like authenticated NFL jerseys from Fanatics. And when you sign up using the promo code AWESEMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O, you can see it on the screen there, you can get 2,000 bonus points, the equivalent of $20 to bet without even making a deposit. That's fantastic. And for every three entries you make into that Flexball Fantasy Contest, you will get $25 off. Check out Fan Up today. Okay, guys, on the screen, you see my 10 through 6 for this two-game slate here. Starting at number 10, Tyler Johnson, somebody in that receiving core other than uh, Mike Evans here, and yes, Rob Gronkowski at the tight end position, needs to step up in Tampa Bay. Cyril Grayson is questionable. Brashad Perryman already ruled out. So yeah, Tyler Johnson getting into the optimal lineup a surprisingly high 39% of the time. You know, his odds of getting something like a 20-point score are low, but he's going to be on the field enough to get at least 10 to 15 and at a low salary. That makes all the sense in the world. Josh Allen, he could have a monster performance, basically a perfect game against the New England Patriots last week. And <laughs> this team has won by an average of 35 points over their last four weeks. That's absolutely insane. He comes into the optimal lineup 43% of the time. Then it's Tyreek Hill, 47% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Not a bad play at all. Really just about the probabilities of other players on this slate hitting and other players on his own team hitting that are that is keeping him out of the top five. He's an excellent, excellent one-off play as well. Then Tyler Higby. I like him more as a stacking option if you're going to play LA Rams stack, which could have some success against a Tampa Bay secondary that has struggled in the second half of the season. He's in the optimal lineup 48% of the time. And then Devin Singletary, the NFL's newest bell cow running back, you could say. I mean, the Buffalo Bills offense still revolves completely around Josh Allen and the passing game, but Devin Singletary is really the only contributor in the backfield, leading the, the backfield in touches by a large amount over the last five weeks of the season, and he's scoring over 25 fantasy points in 13% of our latest simulations. He is in the optimal line at 52% of the time, but doesn't quite crack the top five. Who does? Let's watch and find out.
At number five, it's Buffalo Bills receiver Stephon Diggs. And Diggs had a decent game, three receptions for 60 yards, but that's not very Stephon Diggs-like at all. We know what the ceiling is, especially in this high total game against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills are going to need a ceiling performance out of Stephon Diggs, most likely, if they are going to keep pace with this high-flying Kansas City offense on the other side. So I'm happy to see a 25% chance of scoring 25 fantasy points. That's what we really want here we got to get a ceiling score at that 7800 salary it's not a ridiculously high salary but the median projection compared to salary base expectations that's only okay you know the 12th ranked defense in terms of overall playoff defenses that's not very impressive but in terms of schedule adjusted fantasy points allowed the chiefs actually turned things around in the second half of the season they're not as easy as a defense as we thought they might be about halfway through this year still i think stefan Diggs finds gaps in that secondary he is in the optimal lineup 54 percent of the time at number four, tight end Rob Gronkowski. And this is also a high total game, 48-point total. Yeah, it's not 54, but still, there's supposed to be plenty of passing in this one. The Rams and the Buccaneers are the number one and number two team in our advanced stats tool, game script adjusted pass rate, meaning that when the game is neutral, these teams tend to lean on the pass, and Tampa Bay is number one in the NFL in passes per game. Gronkowski among tight ends was number two in deep targets, number four in yards after the catch, number seven in total TDs, and number three in fantasy points per game. Just a regular old Rob Gronkowski season at age 32. Really, really impressive stuff from Gronk this season, and they definitely need him with Chris Godwin out for this playoff run. Mike Evans can't do it all on his own. There is absolutely a double-digit target ceiling in there, and look at that. He's scoring 25 fantasy points points 22.6% of the time. That's what I like to see. Yes, some natural volatility. A third of our simulations, he scores under 10 fantasy points. That makes sense, but that ceiling is really what you're after. There's a big jump up here, especially because you're going to need somebody at tight end on this Sunday slate. Gronkowski is the Osmo Projections favorite pick. He's in the optimal lineup 66% of the time. At number three, Leonard Fournette, running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, has not officially been activated as of the time of this recording. It is Saturday morning Eastern time right now as we're getting ready for this one but we expect Leonard Fournette to play here. He posted on social media that he expected to play. There have been hints from the coaching staff that they're expecting him to play, and he hasn't had any setbacks like they said he had last week. Ronald Jones already ruled out of this contest, and Kishon Vaughn will probably mix in regardless here because they don't want to push Fournette too hard with a hamstring injury here, but the ceiling score is absolutely there for this high-flying Tampa Bay offense that is favored by three at home. And nearly 20% chance of scoring 25 fantasy points and a median projection approaching 14 fantasy points at just 7,000 in salary. So that's really exciting here for a player in Fournette who can definitely, definitely get there on the ground despite this team passing so much. I'm a little surprised to see the, him his optimal lineup percentage that this high, but the ceiling and the median is there. So I get it. He's in the optimal lineup 67% of the time. At number two, Cooper Cup. 
He's objectively the safest skill position player on the slate, and he might be the safest player overall on the slate. Just look at that median projection, nearly 20 fantasy points, and that's like a quarterback level projection. And look at the ceiling projection there, a nearly 50% chance of scoring 25 fantasy points that's amazing for a position and wide receiver where we typically see much more volatility. And one thing we do have to say is that Cooper Cup hasn't had more than seven targets in three games here, and yet he still keeps finding the end zone. He scored more than 15 fantasy points in 15 straight weeks. Just unbelievable stuff here from Cooper Cup. And yet Odell Beckham is getting used more in the red zone, but he is that player that I want to spend my salary on. I will figure out ways to be different from, from there. Cooper Cup is my favorite play overall on this slate. Now, before I reveal my final play, my number one play on FanDuel for this Sunday slate, just want to remind you guys to go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me, Matt Savoca, a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. Also want to give a shout out one more time to our presenting sponsor, FanUp. Join their Flexball playoff contest today and use promo code Osmo when you sign up to get 2,000 bonus points the equivalent of $20 no deposit required okay guys let's reveal my number one play on FanDuel for this Sunday at number one this is a value running back this is optimal lineup percentage plays and at 5700 Cam Akers is getting into the optimal lineup an absurdly high amount of the time and I'm thrilled to see how much he played I loved that 40 yard reception and he didn't run that well on a per carry basis but just the fact that they were able to lean on him that much in the divisional round makes me very excited for Akers in this playoffs and for the future of his career here but we are going to need these low salary options with high floor projections to get us up to the cooper cups or the tyree kills the stefan Diggs of the world we have a lot of top tier top salary players we want to get to on this two game slate and so we're going to need somebody to help us out cam Akers is that skeleton key player for us right now he's getting enough volume and the team is projected to keep pace with tampa bay who by the way quietly ranked 29th in yards allowed per carry over their last three games of the regular season, falling all the way to 21st in yards allowed per carry over the course of the season. We're used to them being top five, top 10 in that ranking, usually by the end of the year. They certainly were in the past few seasons, not the case this year. I wonder if Cam Akers and the running game from Los Angeles has a little bit more success than people think that they will. If that's the case, then Akers may hit that ceiling score. I mean, 11 percent of the time he's scoring 25 fantasy points it's unlikely he gets up there that high but I think 15 that's very much in the realm of possibility and then at 5700 that is where he would be that value play you want to play at that running back position he is my number one play again from a value standpoint still love players like Cup, Diggs, and Hill from a ceiling standpoint Akers is in the optimal lineup nearly 72 percent of the time and that is going to do it for the FanDuel edition of the Sunday Slate Contenders video. If you're looking for the DraftKings version of this video, it's around here somewhere. Go ahead and look for it on the channel. We will be back with all the Sunday night football contenders videos you need. And we will be back, of course, for the conference championships next week. Until then, I'm Matt Savoca from Osmo.com.
We'll see you guys next time.